0: God bless you all. Just been enjoying this wonderful time in the studio with Dr. Rogers. And man, we've been just having a great time talking about our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, celebrating this season with you guys and just uh, looking at the the whole purpose for God sending his son, Jesus Christ. We couldn't ask for a better gift than the gift that God gave in Jesus. Um, When I think about, you know, the generosity of others, man, it fails in comparison to how generous God was to us. I mean, you can tell how much someone loves you, you know, in in what they give to you and what's behind what they give to you because someone can have a lot and give you a lot and it means nothing to them. But man, someone gives you something precious, man, you really see the heart that's behind it. You know, I remember one time, I was in Africa with my wife. And in this one service, she took her watch off and she put it on this lady that was there. This woman began to weep. And this is what she said. She said, I know that you love me so much. She said, because you didn't give me something that wasn't on you. She said, you gave me something that has value or you wouldn't have been wearing it yourself. And it meant so much. And when she said that, I was like, it, it took me back. I was like, that's so right. She didn't reach into a drawer of stuff that she never uses. She's like, you, you wore this, so I know it's important to you. It's valuable to you, so I see the gift behind, I mean, the, the heart behind your gift. And when it comes to generosity, you know, generosity simply means the um, quality of being kind and generous. Amen. And isn't that truly the heart of God, Doc?
1: Yeah, it is. I mean, he never stops giving never never and so the thing of it is is that we just need to learn how to be a better receiver
0: <laughs> <laughs> what are challenges to us receiving from God what are some of the things that keep people from from all that God is constantly offering them well I mean th- think about this
1: you know even when you sometimes you try to bless people and they go oh no I can't take that oh oh no I, I can't take that that's just too much that's just too big see that means that we have not learned the other part of that scripture. Given it shall be given to you. Good measure, mm. pressed down, shaken together, running over, shall men give unto your bosom. So the idea of it is, is that we we give out of obedience, mm-hmm. but we don't we don't receive out of obedience. Man, that's. A... We receive because we feel obligated to receive, or well, we don't want to disappoint anybody by not taking it and. And, you know, we start measuring all that stuff up. And that is ridiculous because it's part of the promise of God. Now, I do know this, that when you're generous, that it changes your makeup, you know, your physical makeup. It changes your brain waves. It changes. Matter of fact, your brain lights up. Mm-hmm. This, this guy, uh, Dr. Jackson, has been on Kenneth Copeland Ministries this week. And... Uh, He's been talking about the brain. You know, he's a neurosurgeon. He goes to Keith Butler's church. And so what he's been doing is he's been talking about all the examinations, all of the scientific information that they've gathered over the brain waves and over the activity of the brains. And he says it's interesting that when you give, when a person gives, their brain lights up. Wow. When you receive, it doesn't. But when you give, you have a joyful brain. Wow. It is more blessed to give than mm. to receive.
0: Yeah, that's exactly what <laughs> I was starting to think of right now. And so so you're just thinking, The Bible was right? Health, <laughs> yeah, you mean my health will spring <laughs> forth
1: because I'm giving? That ought to be the attitude at church whenever we receive offerings. You know, and I, you know I've said this many times, and I know you have too, mm-hmm. yeah. that if you got mm-hmm. a problem with somebody receiving offerings, then you got a problem in your brain about lighting up and being happy and being healthy
0: mm-hmm.
1: because you're resisting this great benefit that you have physically, mentally, and emotionally to yourself,
0: yeah, I think sometimes what it is is that you have this lack mentality yeah, you do you know to where in in, in, in and it's been around for a long time, you know can you imagine the things i mean the stuff that you read in your bible the the widow's might
1: yeah. I wonder what happened to her after.
0: That's that, what I want to know. know. We're gonna find out. Yeah, someday. we're gonna find out. But can you imagine if she was given that might oh today? Can you gosh. imagine how many news stations would be slamming the, the that, ministry the minister for the took it? Took the, <laughs> <laughs> took the poor little widow's mite. <laughs> Jesus said this woman's given more than everyone. Yeah. And and and, it, and it's 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 so amazing how Satan has tilted, you know, so many people twisted because he, man, he definitely, he, he's wicked. He's, you know, he's, it's just wicked, twisted, the kind of th- thoughts that he, he brings and the reasoning that he, he, he brings to people. Like uh, I think about how precious that alabaster box was to the lady uh, Mary. Oh my gosh. When she, when she poured that thing out on Jesus, I mean, she broke it and it was like, there was nothing to hold back everything from being poured out on him. And what was the thing that they started What people? It, it was them going, Oh my gosh, what a beautiful gift. And man, she Nobody truly loves that. Jesus. What did they say?
1: They said what Judas says, this is a waste. Cause we could have sold this and given it to the poor. But they referred to him in that same sentence, but this is the thief that carries the money back. So he wasn't really talking about giving it. He's talking about stealing, stealing it.
0: it. Yeah. But isn't it something that, that, even a thief yeah, looks at giving to God yeah. or a man of God as yeah. waste? Yeah.
1: Well, do you remember, you know, I forget what his name is, was it Simeon or something like mm-hmm. that? And he was like one of the big shots in the temple. And he says, if God, if Jesus knew what kind of woman that was, that he wouldn't. Yeah. And so Jesus makes that comment. He says, who's more grateful about them being saved? The, mm. the person who has done much and been delivered from much or the person who's done little? Yeah. And he said, "Well, obviously, it's the person that has been, you know, has been delivered of much." And he said, "That woman was Mary, and that woman, according to Scripture, she had devils cast out of her." Yeah. And so I like that song that they sing about the alabaster box because it says, "If you knew what this cost me." Yeah. Mm. See, and that's the thing that people don't even think about. They're, they're not talking about something that's on a shelf because you're talking about a whole year's wages. Yeah. You're talking about how did she earn that because according to Scripture, she had been a prostitute. Yeah. So she earned that stuff. Mm. You don't know what this cost me. Yeah. But even the tears over the feet of oh Jesus my God. and the wiping of the tears with it. her hair, you know, you're just thinking, oh, my gosh. I, I, I always think about this, and I don't mean to be obnoxious, but... I think about this, if you, if, look, look, let's be serious. If you had somebody come in that had been saved out of prostitution and they come in and they are so in love with Jesus and they honor the pastor of the church and they want to wash his feet and dry it with her hair. I mean, you know, you know, as well as I do, most people would throw her out of the church, you know, because they think that's a
0: spirit of lust, you know. <laughs> It's how, man. how did Jesus do this? I know how, look, at how, look at how far people have gotten away from the from the oh center God, of this. Man. You know, um, God's intent has always been for us mm. to be in a position to bless others, right? Because, like what you said, it's better to give than to receive. It is. The scripture that comes to my mind is uh, found in Genesis chapter twelve. Right. Especially verse 2 through 3. I mean, God's right. talking to Abraham. But you want to read that, Doc? Sure. Genesis chapter 12, verse 2 through 3. Because it, 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 really, it, really, it really puts into perspective the generosity, the position God wants us to be in.
1: Okay, this is Genesis 12, 2 and 3. And I will make of thee a great nation, and I will bless thee and make thy name great, and thou shall be a blessing. Mm. And I will bless them that bless thee, and curse him that curseth thee, and in thee, I love this, Mm. shall all families of the earth be
0: blessed. Now, he spoke this to Abraham, but if we're in Christ, then we are Abraham's seed and heirs according to those promises. Right, Galatians 3. Yes. So, this scripture, I mean, we're talking about generosity. I mean, this is the season of forgiving. This is us. This is us. What I what I love about the scripture is that it it drives out it drives home the purpose of being generous. Right. And the purpose of receiving generosity. Right. Because you notice it's never about you. Notice God says that you'll be a blessing. He says, and I'll bless them that bless you. So part of us, that part of some people being blessed is as they as they do something good to you. Amen. As, as, as they are generous to you, man, it just God gives it right back to them, that's doesn't
1: true. he? No, that's true. That's true. You know, you know. We in October, you know, we went through the pastor appreciation thing, and the thing of it is, is that uh, I received one of the offerings, and I said that if you really love your pastor, this shouldn't even be an issue. 'Cause it's about love. It's not about money. It's not about the amount of money. It's about the love. Do you love yeah. them? Do you love them? And so the thing of it is, is that's how you get blessed is if you do things, if you're generous in the area of love. When you buy buy kids, you know, for your gifts for your children or your grandkids. Yeah. I mean it's a lot more fun to buy stuff for your grandkids, oh, I'll be honest I with totally you. Totally agree with you. What do you get? Great grandkids, man. <laughs> But, you know, the thing is, is that you get such joy out of that. Yeah. Well, think how God feels about dumping all of this stuff, all of those promises that we've yet to receive the fullness of, and yet God is totally committed that he cannot lie, and he wants us to walk in those benefits and privileges because he wants to, us to receive it. He wants us to be blessed by it. Yeah. He says, no good thing will he no withhold from us
0: if we just make a decision to right. walk upright. Right. Now, when it comes to generosity, you know, what, what kind of a giver is God looking for? You know, because you can give um, and not love. You know what I'm saying? You can give and not love. I've seen people give things and not love the person they've given it to. You can well, give sure. and not love. You can give out of obligation. Yeah. But you cannot love and not give. That's true. Because love will always put you in a position where you you become so other centered. You, you I, I really believe love, love provokes generosity.
1: Right. Well, I mean, think about this. Malachi 3. You've robbed me in two ways, yeah. tithes and offerings. So be, by not giving, then you walk out from underneath the umbrella of God mm. by not doing those things. But if the slam, if you will, which is not, but I'm just using it as, as a word, is over not tithing, the offerings are in there too.
0: Yeah,
1: And it says you've robbed me in two ways, in tithes two and, and offerings. How come we only talk about tithing? Yeah. But here's the deal. If you can't tithe in love, you've missed the whole point. You're yeah. still under the law. Yeah. And that's not mm. what we are. What, you know, it says here, God loves a cheerful giver. You you put that down in oh, 2 yeah, yeah. Corinthians. Mm. So that's what is needs to be my attitude. I'm looking forward to receiving the tithes and offerings of people that love God. Yeah. And they want to celebrate their relationship. They have put God first place, so you know the Bible is already guaranteed that they're going to be blessed because of their generous attitude. Yeah. See, generosity is not just in an action; it's in an attitude. Mm-hmm. Of course, your actions are going to follow because of your attitude.
0: And and and, and generosity is a. I mean, generosity. It responds. It responds to, uh, to to people. It responds to circumstances. It responds to s- situations because, again, it's it's you exercising that kindness. You know that fruit of the spirit. Right. You know that causes you to see the good in something, and you want to add to it. Right. That's the way that I see it. It's like the other day. I, I think I shared this recently with you guys that my wife and I I, I took her to an appointment that she had. We got done with the appointment. We were leaving uh, this office and we're in our car. And so we pull up to the street. We're at the sidewalk and there was a homeless couple. You know, they're probably, you know, 65 or so. And it was a man and a woman. And they they were walking in front of us and he's pushing a shopping cart and and she's walking next to him. And, you know, and they had, you know, they had uh, bags with cans and things that they'd been collecting to get money, you know. And man, Doc, this guy reaches over, he stops, reaches over, grabs her hand, and then starts walking. And I'm watching them walk, they walked right in front of our car and past our car. This man was holding her hand. I'm telling you, it was one of the most beautiful things. I told Elian, I said, look at it, because I've seen guys, I've been at places where there's guys, they ain't homeless. They're they're doing good, you know. they they've got things or whatever. They got a good family, got a good wife. There ain't nothing that upsets me more than when I see a man walking like 10, 15 feet in front of his wife. You know what I'm saying? And it's like that's just me. And uh when they're going somewhere together. Right. And here you have this, this little toothless you know, a homeless guy, you know what I mean? Guy didn't have no teeth or nothing. And and, and he's over here just ex- expressing a love that was so pure, you know what I'm saying? It was important to him that he was able to hold her hand and show her, I love you. And they're just, I'd never seen that before. And I do a lot of ministry to homeless people. God knows, I've been into the St. John's River, plenty helping people, you know, living da- out there. But that blessed me so much, man. We rolled down our windows and started shouting, hey, 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 come here, come here, come here, come here, (laughs) come here. And the guy's wife, man, they didn't know what we were going to do, you know. And and she just kind of started trotting over there to us. And, man, I had some cash in my pocket, man. I was like, give this to her, man. And, And we just blessed them and said, God bless you guys. That woman was so thankful. She was so grateful. She just lit up. And I was just like, man, God. Man, what, we need to make sure that we're always we always respond to that kindness. You know that we always that we always respond to what you see. You know where someone's at. That you don't dismiss it because some folks come on. Think about it. Think about how Satan has twisted our minds so much to where some people will see a homeless person on the side of the road holding up a sign a man, woman, teenager holding up a sign saying I'm hungry. Anything will help. And what's the first thing they start doing? They'll buy liquor with it. They're yeah. going to go buy drugs. Right. And they use it as an excuse not to be kind, sure. not to be generous. Right. There's homeless people that live by me. There's a guy that, um, that lives over by us. His name's Dan. And this guy, I'll, I'll, for whatever reason, my wife and I, anytime I see this man, he's homeless. Man, I will always give that man money. Whatever I have, I will give it to him. And I've done it ever since. I mean, we've been doing it for like last couple years, you know, like last two years, three years. Every time I see this guy or Eliana sees him, I bless him, you know. And uh, why? Because God's called us to do that, to be generous on all occasions. And and you know, you started you know jumping into that scripture that we had put down here, Second Corinthians, chapter nine, verse seven. Amplified Bible. I love the way it says this. This makes me happy because I am a cheerful giver. Yeah. Not some grudging tightwad, you know, it's like, man, I love giving. And it says, let each one give as he has made up in his own mind and purposed in his heart. God's not twisting your arm. He says, man, just settle it. What you want to give. He says, not reluctantly or sorrowfully or under compulsion For God loves, he takes pleasure, and he prizes above other things and is unwilling to abandon or to do without a cheerful, joyous, prompt-to-do-it giver whose heart is in their giving. God says, I can't do without that guy. That's right. Because that person's expressing the heart of God, right? Right, right.
1: I mean, just think about this. As little as we do, a little gift... Of giving with the right heart and the right attitude it means so much to so many people yeah I mean we we could go to Africa or some third world country and we could give them money yeah sometimes we give them enough money which is not all that much we're giving them like months of salary or a year of salary yeah and it's nothing to us. Yeah. But to them it's a whole life. Yeah. You know? Mm. And we're so blessed. You would think that we would share that blessing more readily with people who don't have anything or we just walk around with a generous attitude always being led by the spirit of God to just be prompted by the holy spirit because that's what it's talking about. It's mm. talking about being prompted. Yeah prompted by the holy spirit to meet people's needs to just you know god says give them 20 bucks Mm -hmm. give them 10 bucks do you know how many people go to church and they've never received anything
0: no something
1: because with the focus a lot of times is only on the people that are in the front yeah and and we've got to be careful about that ourselves because the thing of it is is that you got people in our in your church in our church that truthfully, they have laid their life down to serve in that ministry. Yeah, are they valuable?
0: Absolutely, couldn't do it without them. That's right. Well, in and, and every person, you know, it's like Satan's tried tilting, you know, the 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 purity. Yeah. Of what it is to be generous, you know what what it truly means to to be kind, you know, and and it's something that God wants us to be on every occasion. It does because He's always generous with us and. And I know my prayer has always been, God, you, you said, you know, like what, you know, that scripture you just read in Genesis, that, Lord, you, you said that you would bless us so that we can be a blessing. I remember when there was a time when I needed help yeah. and God used other people to help me and my family right where we were at. And I've never forgotten that. I've never forgotten when, when, when we needed a miracle and God put it on someone's heart to show up. And we'd come home, there'd be groceries on our, on our porch you know, there's times when, you know, people just come up to us and say, hey, the Lord told me to, you know, to bless you with this. Or some people that just say, you know what, man, I just want to be, I just want to bless you. You know, and I've never forgotten that. You know, and I've always made it a point, you know, to be generous with whatever I have. There's, I don't know, we're just stewards over everything in this life. And I think that God wants us in a position to where he can call on us at any time and say, I want you to do this. And isn't it just like God, that if he sends you to be generous like that, blessed to be a blessing, whose job is it to supply us? It is.
1: I mean, you know, the thing of it is, is that he, if we're submitted to God, he works through us. He works through people. You
0: know? what, what would you say to people that, you know, that they want to be a blessing? What, What's required for that? Because, you know... What's required to be in a position where God says, "Okay, I'm gonna give you some things to give away"? What's required of someone to step into a place where God a says, willing, "I
1: can. a willing heart,
0: a being willing. ready
1: to give"? I, I tell everybody in the Bible College, I just say, "You should carry around five or ten dollars in your pocket all the time, with the idea that Lord, I just put this in my pocket because I want to be a blesser today. So, you just tell me where to go with this, and I'm gonna go and do it." Amen. Because he said, you, you know, you may start with five bucks, you may start with ten. Eventually, you get to twenty. Eventually, everything you got in your pocket, you, you're willing to give because you know that if you give, it's given back.
0: It's always given back,
1: and it's always given back in multiples. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, the thing of it is, is that we just need to learn how to be more sensitive to yeah. the leadership of the Holy Spirit because He wants us to be a blessing. Yeah. How do you get to the point that you can bless big? unless you can bless little.
0: I think that, I mean, I know we're, our time is limited, but I, I truly believe that that scripture, that if you can be faithful with the little things. Yeah, me too. Right? God blesses you with what? A greater measure. Yeah. You know, and um, yeah, I it in this day that we're living in, you know, Especially if you've been raised, you know, in, in a situation where there's maybe lack in the home or, you know, single parent. That's I was raised three brothers. You know, I mean, you know, there was three of us boys and my mom on her own and and my mom would always do things to help other people.
1: Your mom is awesome.
0: You know, yeah, she is, and she is. Man.
1: But I miss her.
0: Oh, me too. She's she's still good. I'm I'm just, but you know, but at the same time, I was also raised in a family where you were told to. Man, you eat everything on your plate because so people are starving in other places and hold on to what you got as well. It was we had both. I seen I seen things generous, but I really started understanding generosity in all honesty when I got around my wife, her family. Because I didn't realize how, you know, there was moments and I was very selective, but it wasn't until I got exposed to the freedom that I found on her and her parents and her siblings. To be generous on every occasion. You know, it really started, it really changed something inside of me. And I just thank God for it because, you know, I, I Your realize. Your wife is a very generous person. She's one of the most generous people I know, Don. She is,
1: man. You know, I mean, like when we'd go out to eat and she'd order yeah. page one. Yeah. You know, <laughs> You because know, the thing of it is, is that she's thinking about everybody else at the table, you know. Yeah. She, and And, you know, that's just her.
0: God wants us like that. You know, yeah. She's the kind of woman that'll walk in your house and she won't ask you if you need groceries. She'll walk in your house and look in your fridge (laughs) and then take you shopping. You know, be generous.
1: That's right.
0: Understand that God wants to bless you. He wants to bless you, but you have to be a blessing. You have to do something with it. Trust me, God will make sure that he replenishes whatever you give away. And God doesn't mind blessing you. He'll water your roots. Just don't build a dam around the blessing. If God can get it through you, God will give it to you. That's it. it. (laughs) God bless you. We love you. Thank you for being with us. And we look forward to seeing you guys again. You guys have a wonderful, wonderful day.